Coming up tonight, a former prime minister calling for continued tax benefits for the inner city communities. Meantime, the governing PLP hits back. Plus, businesses on Grand Bahama weigh in as international scrutiny continues amid ongoing investigations of alleged assault. And later, the weekend team wraps up the Our Love Story Valentine's giveaway. Stay tuned to see who takes home our grand finale prize. These stories and so much more as Our News Weekend starts now. This is Our News Weekend. Thank you so much for joining us tonight. I'm Megan Shepard. Member of Parliament for Killarney and former Prime Minister Dr. Hubert Minnis is objecting the cancellation of the Over the Hill initiative, calling the move by government concerning. An incentive legislation essentially created a tax-free zone for the inner city to empower residents and business owners in the area. And according to Dr. Minnis, Bahamians are tired of handouts and want opportunities that help elevate them. No business license, no real property tax. They can bring in vehicles for the businesses duty-free. They can bring in all the materials duty-free. Lots of individuals took advantage of that. New businesses sprung up. New entrepreneurs sprung up. Employment increased. The government stopped it. He says the removal of the tax-free zone has led to some unfortunate consequences. As a result of that, Individuals are being laid off in the inner city. The businesses that had sprung up are closing because what the government has done by removing the concessions, you have indirectly introduced a tax on those individuals. That's a tax that they never had. We sign, sign, and allow the inner city program to continue so that individuals can re-employ those individuals whom they've laid off, they can reopen their businesses, they can expand their business and let's uplift people. Meanwhile, Economic Affairs Minister Michael Halkidis clarifying that the legislation encompassed a sunset clause. The provision stipulates that upon reaching a predetermined time frame, the effectiveness of the initiative undergoes review and can either be extended or discontinued based on its success. The intention was to help people to develop their properties, but what we found was that people who are by and large living in the area, if they own the property at all, they did not have the financial wherewithal to say make an investment. And so you had one or two large businesses come in and take advantage of the investment, and you, you can see some of them if you cruise over the hill, certain areas of over the hill, you can see some big businesses that were able to come in and take advantage of the tax-free incentive. So we felt that that was not uh, achieving its intended consequence. However, Halkidis adds that the Small Business Development Act was renewed. That applies everywhere. And so we think that's a much more effective tool to bring that sort of relief, particularly to the small business. So we renewed that and we allowed the other one to expire. The story of two American women alleging there were raped on a beach in Grand Bahama still making the rounds across dozens of U.S. and international media outlets. We went back to Taino Beach to speak with business owners who are concerned about the fallout. Italia Hall has the story. 
From news reports on Fox, NBC, News Nation, Inside Edition, and headlines on the Daily Mail, Yahoo, and various regional outlets, the narrative of the two Kentucky mothers claiming assault during an excursion at Taino Beach has widely spread. Now, in the wake of these shocking allegations potentially jeopardizing the country's premier tourism product, operators at the Taino Beach express their worries about the extensive impact of the negative publicity. What is going on down the street? I really don't know. I really don't want to comment on that. At the same time, I hope it can work and rectify itself out because we need our tourism factor. Without our tourism factor, this island is going to suffer. It's already suffering. The two mothers who identify themselves as best friends were on the carnival elation cruise that docked in Grand Bahama. They allege they visited the Pirates Cove zipline and water park during their stop. And while on the beach, they were offered a two-for-one drink, after which they fell ill immediately. After the first drink, We had to get out of the ocean because we noticed that it was just hitting so hard. The women further claim they lost consciousness after consuming the drinks and were sexually assaulted by staff of the excursion. A statement from Pirates Cove Zipline and Water Park issued just hours after the negative press expressed regret over the incident and pledges cooperation with police, providing evidence including surveillance footage from 16 cameras on property. A source familiar with the footage alleges the interaction was consent The statement also confirms termination of the two men involved. While a police statement mentions that emergency medical services offered assistance to the women, which they declined and signed a waiver before leaving for their cruise ship in a private vehicle. The FBI is now in collaboration with Bahamian authorities on the investigation, raising questions. As far as the police are concerned, the description by the ladies of their reaction is inaccurate. And if you say you didn't offer medical assistance, they signed away. They say they, it wasn't investigated. The ship's doctor was given the rape kit by all police officers at the hospital for all police officers. The police will do everything necessary. Uh, they resolve the event as CCTV footage that they will hand over to the police. The FBI is now collaborating with Bahamian authorities. When questioned about the incident, National Security Minister Wayne Monroe gave assurances of a proper investigation. Law enforcement is simply a police car passing by every hour or two. That's it. They don't stop. Reporting for our news, I'm Italia Hall. Thank you for that, Italia. Well, if you're planning on hitting the road without a valid driver's license, you may want to think twice. Transport Minister Joe Beth Colby Davis acknowledged a recent backlog caused by an IT issue with the printing machine. But she says drivers awaiting renewal or first-time issuance are being given documentation to verify their application status. As for those attempting to circumvent the system unlawfully, she warned that traffic police are equipped to identify legitimate applicants. We had a few meetings now with um, the new head of the traffic division. Uh, We give documentation to persons that's verified from road traffic. And so the traffic division are being notified and they do check for the specific documentation. So they know how to separate those persons that are actually legitimately waiting for their driver's license from road traffic and who actually doesn't have a driver's license because they identify through the documentation that they know road traffic is processing. Colby Davis says committees are being formed to ensure continued synergy between the Royal Bahamas Police Force, Traffic Division and her ministry.
We are building committees within our agencies to work together so that we can ensure that our road users are practicing safety on the road. They have the proper documentations. They are renewing on time and the police are actually able to do their job with the right resources and the right information. And it isn't an overflow of, of them having to determine whether this is a road traffic department problem or it is actually a personal problem to the individual they are pulling over. After four years of dedicated efforts, the Grand Bahama Disaster Relief Foundation has officially concluded its multi-million dollar mission of reconstructing 640 homes on the island following the devastation caused by Hurricane Dorian. A statement by the organization highlighted that with over $2.5 million in funding, the foundation provided immediate relief in the form of food, water, personal hygiene items, and survival tools in the aftermath of the storm. Subsequently, the foundation assisted in rebuilding over 200 homes over the past three years, with an additional $2 million invested through a furniture relief program. The organization reaffirmed its commitment to rebuilding and supporting the Grants Bahama community with preparedness efforts for any future disasters. A remarkable woman, a beacon of hope and resilience throughout the Bahamas, Andrea Sweeting, president of Sister Sister Breast Cancer Support Group, passed away on Saturday in Florida, surrounded by her loved ones. Prime Minister Philip Davis extending condolences to her family and friends in a statement reflecting on Sweeting's remarkable journey as a two-time cancer survivor, highlighting her embodiment of strength and compassion. Davis said she wasn't just a leader, but a true sister to countless women battling breast cancer, and that her impact transcended borders, creating a supportive family among those she served. He pointed to her profound impact in the country, turning personal adversity into a nationwide crusade for awareness, support, and healing, and said her legacy is deeply ingrained in our community, reminding us of the power of grace and love. Today, we honor Andrea, not only for her battles, but for the hearts she touched. May her soul rest in eternal peace, and may her spirit of courage, love, and sisterhood continue to inspire us all. Well, we've still got lots more news to share tonight, but for now, meteorologist Ian McKenzie joins from the Weather Center with your first look at weather. Ian. Thanks, Megan. Good evening, Bahamas. Welcome to your Super Bowl Sunday forecast. We are currently outside our studios. We're under mostly clear skies with a temperature of 73. Our winds are from the southeast at 10 miles per hour, with a comfortable feels like temperature of 71. Taking a look now at our temperatures across the country in our nation's second city, Freeport, we have 73, 74 in Marsh Harbor, also Governor's Harbor, 73 in the capital, a pair of 76s in Great Harbor Key in Nicholstown, Andrus, and 75 in Alistown, Bimini. For the central Bahamas, we have 75s in Kemp's Bay, Arthurstown, 76 in Georgetown, 77 in Dedmonds Key, Long Island, and 74 in Coburn Town, San Salvador. For the southeast Bahamas, we have 73 in Duncantown, Ragged Island, a set of 76s in Colonel Hill, Abraham's Bay, and Providentialis, Turks and Caicos, 77 in Delectable Bay, Acklands, and 78 in Matthew Town, Inagua. First look now at our satellite and radar imagery where we have pretty much stable conditions across the country and this is all courtesy of that high pressure system that's been producing lovely weather across the area. Stick around, the extended forecast is still to come.
Still to come on our news, paying homage a new Heroes Park in the second city to honor community heroes and provide a safe space. Plus, spreading the love, our Marlena Leonard talks one-on-one -on -one with a local florist who says expressions of love isn't just for the ladies. And in sports, Devin Charlton crushing a world record for women's hurdles. We have those details when our news weekend returns. Are you or a loved one under medical care? Do you need affordable medical supplies? Ports International is the largest home health care supplier. Medical supplies at the very best price. And you can even shop online. From hospital beds to wound care, wheelchairs to walkers, Ports is a one-stop shop for your medical supplies and we accept insurance. We have online shopping and two locations to serve you at the Airport Industrial Park and Shirley Street. We also ship to the Family Islands. Shop online and visit us on Facebook. Call Ports at 377-1771. Mayfield Park, located in the Marco City constituency, is officially the home to a new Heroes Park. While hosting a grand opening recently, area representative and leader of the Free National Movement, Michael Pintard, thanked private and public partners that have made the decades-long initiative a reality. In addition to providing a safe space for residents, the park will also host community functions. The Welcome Wall will also honor outstanding residents of Marco City. You would see beautiful carvings by Brian Maycock, who did an incredible job. We have a basketball court uh, for our, our young people to also play. Uh, we also have a volleyball uh, pit that, that they can also uh, uh, recreate, have friendly competitions and, and into Marco City and into constituency competitions uh, and as well as, as playground equipment for our children. We also created a gazebo up on the hill for speaking engagements for uh, for concerts, for lectures, for church services, for a range of activities. Former parliamentarians David Thompson and Chirago Lang also on hand lending their support. Lang, who still lives in the area, congratulated Pintard for constructing the park, noting that it was an initiative he was unable to bring to fruition. Resident Amanda Adderley, affectionately known as Mama Gold, says she visits the park often, encouraging young people in the community to stay on the right path. He is a dogged groundhog worker. And the reason, and the thing about it is he doesn't do it for politics. He does it because he's a community organizer and transformer. And so when I, when I heard him say he was getting on the project, I said, well, the park coming. This is going to bring souls to Christ. We're not just going to have basketball and stuff. We're going to have little church tables and yeah. Sunday school in the park. Well, love is in the air, folks, as Valentine's Day creeps closer. But have you secured that fantastic floral arrangement to dazzle your special someone? Well, if not, our Marlena Leonard caught up with a local florist who's flipping the script on Cupid's holiday and says it's not just for the ladies anymore. Shaniqua Moss opened her floral boutique Lux and Love just months before the world got hit with the COVID-19 whirlwind. But in the four years since, her boutique on Montrose Avenue has been blossoming with love thanks to her thoughtful flower arrangements and packages. 
She says being extra romantic doesn't have to be rocket science. Yeah, a lot of guys come in and say, you know, my lady says she doesn't flowers. I've never bought flowers before. And I thought that was always, you know, crazy because I've never, you know, thought about that. But we try to make it um, very convenient for you guys. So once you get that call or you have a thought that, hey, I want to buy my girl some flowers, you call, give us a call, um, send a bank transfer, however, you don't even have to come in. And, you know, we're here to help you make the moment. And it's not all roses, wine, and chocolate-covered strawberries for the ladies. She has some unique offerings for the men in our lives this Valentine's Day as well. Usually we think that Valentine's Day is for women solely. So this year we want to incorporate something for men. So what we do is we added a few of the male beverages that, you know, to make it just for him. So if he has something, a favorite um, beverage that he likes to drink, we, we, you know, would usually ask you that and incorporate it as well. And with each order, we also have um, a customized message to make things, you know, exactly for that person. And there's a little something for everyone this Valentine's Day with packages to fit every budget. So our packages starts at anywhere from $100 and up, depending on your budget. But usually... The love packages, we start at our love packages, and they start at 100 and up. Reporting for Our News, I'm Marlena Leonard. When Our News comes back from the break, our Danielle Miller has an inside look to the Element Network's newest movie, here from the star-studded cast. Plus... Bohemian's working in the majors, lending a hand to youth athletes, and we see what our college and pro hoopers did on Saturday night. Our sports is up next. Welcome back. A couple of Bahamians working in the majors came back home. Bahamians take the court in college and the NBA, and Devin Charlton setting new world records. Tej Adelie is here with our sports. Thanks, Megan. Good evening. Happy Super Sunday. I'm Tage Adel here with Weekend Sports. Bahamians Anton Richardson and Ethan Bain both work for Major League Baseball teams. Richardson is the Mets' first base coach, and Bain is in the Chicago White Sox Analytics Department. They're bringing their collective knowledge back home to help up-and-coming athletes. How do we create access to, to um, different disciplines, sporting, arts, entertainment, academic, academic um, disciplines? Uh, how do we develop it? So development is the second thing. Exposure. How do we connect that talent to the industry, mentorship, and then last, last but not least, like guidance in their career path. That's Major League Baseball coach Antoine Richardson. He's worked in and around sports for most of his life. His latest endeavor, LDK Performance, aims to equip young athletes with the tools they need to succeed at the next level and beyond. Um, and for us, like it's always been about creating a, creating a space to support Bahamians. Um, and connect Bahamians to opportunities um, within the things that they do. Um, and then how do we help Bahamians um, stay home? You know, I think like a lot of times, like in order to like create opportunities, we've, we've had this notion that we've had to leave the island to, to create opportunities. Um, but I think our goal is to make sure that we can bring those opportunities to the Bahamas. Ethan Bain has partnered with Anton Richardson. One of the things that I've, I've learned really since like being in this job is just like how important like information is. And I think like that's that's something that I'm really passionate about. LDK is already making a big splash in the local sporting community. They held a showcase just last month. 
Yeah, we had over 100, 100 people that we interacted with on the first day. Um, we had a, a open tryout, right? So we, we wanted to like make sure that everybody had an opportunity and access to to the scouts that we we brought in town or we invited in town. Um, and I thought that was pretty cool because um, from the from the tryout, I think maybe about say five to eight people were identified to 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 join us into the main showcase that happened uh, um, the next two days on a Monday and Tuesday was we had a young man who, you know, wasn't a part of an academy and, and he, he actually showed up on the tryout day um, and ended up with um, an invitation to, you know, to kind of showcase a little bit more for some other teams. Um, there were a, a few teams calling a calling on him. Um, someone, I think, has even offered him a contract up to this point. LDK doesn't just work with athletes. It also aims to improve youth sports in the country by empowering coaches with the tools to be better mentors and teachers. We're not only trying to develop, uh, like, athletes, but also trying to develop, like, coaches. Um, and, like, the coaching clinic, that coaches clinic that we did was was one of the ways that, that we um, felt that, that we could kind of um, help the coaches in the Bahamas to, to better coach our, our athletes. They're just getting started and they have big plans for this year and beyond. We we're finalizing um a pretty huge event that we think can be scouted by by um 30 major league teams and multi-added about it. We're gonna give obviously the the um the public an opportunity to be a part of this and participate uh, and get as many people in front of um evaluators as possible. So excited about this uh potential um event that we we want to do this summer. Now we're going to head over to the hardwood. Some Bahamans in the NBA and in college laced them up last night. We're going to see how they did. In college, AJ Store had 14 as his Wisconsin Badgers lost to Rutgers 78-56. Dayton Albee had only 5 points as Queens University lost to Austin Pay 79-76. Over the NBA, Buddy Heald did everything for the Philadelphia 76ers in the second game, going for 23 points, 5 rebounds, 6 assists, and an opportunistic 4 steals to help them get a 119-113 win against the Washington Wizards. Eric Gordon's Phoenix Suns took on Klay Thompson's Warriors last night, with Thompson's Warriors getting their fourth straight win, 113-112, thanks to a clutch three-pointer from Steph Curry with 0.7 seconds left in the game. Thompson had a rough night, scoring five points on two of ten shooting, while Gordon had seven off the bench. DeAndre Ayton was big in the paint for his Portland Trailblazers, scoring 18 points and grabbing 13 rebounds, blocking three shots. Unfortunately, that wasn't enough to beat the New Orleans Pelicans as they lost 93-84. And just before we go, Hurdle Devin Charlton ran a new world record time of 6.76 seconds at the women's 60 meters hurdles at the Milrose Games in New York. She broke the previous record set by Susanna Kalora in 2008. Coming behind Charlton was Danielle Williams of Jamaica in 7.79 seconds, the season's best for her, and third Tia Jones of the United States in 7.79 seconds to round up the top three. In a tweet from Prime Minister Philip Davis, he says Charlton has redefined excellence and lifted Bahamian sports. Congratulations goes out to Devin. That's a wrap for Sunday Sports. I'm Tage Adley. Enjoy the big game. Thanks so much, Tage. On the other side of this break, we finally reveal the winner of the Our Love Story Valentine's giveaway. Stick with us to see if that lucky winner is you.
Thanks for sticking with us. Last night, Lifetime Network debuted a gripping new movie centered on Carlisha Gator, a Philadelphia woman abducted at knife point. Determined to survive, Carlisha outwits her capture by cleverly leaving clues for her rescue. Our Danielle Miller virtually attended the press conference with the stars of the movie. Abducted off the street, the Carlisha Gator story grips viewers with a harrowing tale of her abduction and triumphant rescue. Based on true events in Philadelphia, the film stars Kenya Moore, Rael Downs, and Sam Ashanti. Despite abductions being rare in the Bahamas, we seized the opportunity to join the virtual press conference, hearing from the cast about portraying crucial roles in today's society, where human trafficking and crimes against women are global concerns. We always talked about you know, each scene that we were about to do, even though even the ones that felt very uncomfortable, because uh, there were many times where we were doing, you know, a few scenes where I felt very uncomfortable. But, you know, um, just having that communication, that open dialogue and knowing that, you know, this is a story at the end of the day. This is a, this is actually what happened, you know, to this poor girl. And um, and uh, it's bigger than me. Kenya Moore emphasized the importance of staying aware whether you're just a regular person or a public figure. I think um, for, for me as a mom, um, I have air tags in almost everything my daughter has. Um, I've taught her how to be aware of her surroundings, you know, situational awareness. Actress Rael Downs, who portrays Carlisa, says stories like these are crucial, especially for the Black community worldwide. It's there's just such a large disparity between how many black people there are in America and the fact that we make up half of who goes missing. And then on top of that, not having the proper news coverage. Um, it's just something that makes me think about my friends and my family and how dangerous that is. And it's something that I haven't even been thinking about too seriously. So just as much as we can educate people out there on and, and Carlisha's story, she escaped as well, which is something that does not happen very often. So specifically getting a story out there where people can actually learn from her experience and maybe take note on what to do if they're ever in a situation like that can absolutely help. Reporting for our news, I'm Danielle Miller. Thanks so much, Danielle. Well, beautiful weather on the outside today, perfect for Super Bowl Sunday festivities. Our resident Dolphins fan and meteorologist Ian McKenzie is back with your extended forecast. Thanks, Megan. Welcome back, everyone. Here's a look now at your extended forecast, where across our area, we still have this dominant high-pressure system that's been producing and will continue to produce stable conditions before it retreats eastwards ahead of this approaching cold front that is expected to bring a much-needed cool-down by about Wednesday. Take a look now at our boating forecast. We're in the northwest Bahamas. We have an advisory in place, and this is primarily due to those swells. Winds will be southeast to south of 15 to 20 knot seas, 4 to 6, but up to 8 feet offshore in those northeast to easterly swells. High tide at 9.05 p.m. tonight, low tide at 3.18 a.m. tomorrow morning. For the central and southeast Bahamas, again, an advisory is in place due to those swells. Winds east to southeast, 15 to 20 knot seas, 4 to 6, but up to 8 feet offshore in northeast to easterly swells. Here's a look now at your national forecast. 
And in your extended forecast, pleasant conditions expected to continue a bit on the warm side ahead of that cold front that is expected to push through the area Tuesday through Wednesday. Expect those daytime highs only getting up into the mid-70s with your lows dipping down into the low to mid-60s. That's a wrap on your evening forecast. Make it a great, safe, fun night, everyone. And now it's time to announce the next winner of our Valentine's, our love story giveaway. 15 amazing fans have a chance at this week's surprise gift. Let's find out who our winner is. Minutes, we hope you paid attention to our story from the kitchen last night because you have won an experience for two, courtesy of our family at Bahama Resorts to the kitchen. But wait, there's more. The weekend team is so appreciative to all of our viewers, so we have one more very special spin with all of our participants for our grand prize. Let's see who that lucky winner is. Miller, congratulations. You have won our grand prize, a weekend getaway at the British Colonial Hotel. We hope this Valentine's Day is special for you. Congratulations again to Glory Minnis and Kevy Miller. You will be contacted by our digital team about collecting your prizes. And to all of our winners, we do hope the Our News team brought a little extra love to your Valentine's Day. A special thank you to all of our sponsors involved, particularly British Colonial, 700 Wines and Spirits, John Bull, Bahamar, Caribbean Wines and Spirits, Relax and Escape, Lux and Love, and Alpha Sound Promotions. Thank you for always supporting us. And to our viewers, of course, we thank you so much for participating. And to our viewers at home, we hope you have a safe and wonderful Sunday evening. Thank you so much for joining us for our news tonight. I'm Megan Shepard.